Another common comment I hear from people who think that they could never work from home is if I did that, I'd just sit around and watch TV all day. And yes, to a certain extent, you can do this. One of the perks of working from home is that you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. However, the point of this episode is to show you that it is possible to have a balanced life with actual productivity and discipline. Rather than simply sitting down and binge-watching six episodes of your favourite Netflix series, use the show as a reward. Do two hours of solid work and then watch an episode. Get that one important project finished and then scroll through your social media for a short time. Turn these distractions into rewards and then have the willpower to use them in moderation. Don't get carried away and convince yourself that an hour of work entitles you to five hours of Netflix. By giving yourself micro-rewards, you go a long way to both making yourself feel accomplished and also giving yourself the required respite. Get off WhatsApp and every other distracting site or app. Speaking of distractions, there's no bigger motivational productivity killer than WhatsApp. This applies in an office job as much as working from home. Many offices now ban such services, and there's a reason for that. It's not just the physical time that it takes you to read and type messages to your friends that makes WhatsApp your mortal enemy. It's the fact that those little message noises instantly jolt you out of your thinking and whatever you're supposed to be working on. The time lost isn't just the chatting, it's the constant mental interruption that will sap your motivation and distract you from doing a proper job and working on whatever it is you're supposed to be. For me, it's almost impossible to write a coherent article with the WhatsApp flashing or chiming in the background every few seconds. I realise that I'm singling out WhatsApp here, but there are plenty of other pings that can go off and distract you, from Facebook, Snapchat to old-fashioned texting. If you do have to have a conversation, limit it to one other person and don't have it continuing all day. That might sound harsh, but it will allow you to finish all your work faster and then complete unrestricted free time once you're done for the day early. Then you can WhatsApp until your fingers go numb. Make time to get outside. I understand that during the current circumstances that this is not always possible or advisable. However, when we're able to do so again, get outside. When working from home, your house or your apartment becomes your bunker. It's a safe spot that has everything you need. So why would you ever bother leaving? This generally isn't a problem for extroverts as they seek out adventure elsewhere as part of their personality. But extroverts also really can't handle working from home very often for many of the reasons that I've been listing. But for those of us who are introverts, we thrive in such environments almost too well. There have been stretches of time when I've looked back and said, oh, I didn't leave the house for three days. How did that happen? This is not a good situation to be in. In addition to your body needing actual sunlight and vitamin D to live, going outside to do anything, run errands, take a walk, etc., is needed for your mental sanity. You don't want to slowly morph into a recluse and find yourself with the drawn blinds and 50 cats in a year's time. Talk to other human beings. This one kind of goes hand in hand with the previous point. There have also been days where I haven't seen or spoken to another human being. Even if it's just going to the grocery store and making conversation with the assistant, that's something, and it will help keep your social skills from disappearing. Working from home is a far cry from working in an office where you have co-workers that you can talk to day in, day out. You may have online co-workers, but for most of them, you've never even met them in the real world. This is the way the world works now in many fields. So you do have to adapt and improvise and make up for the lack of human contact where you can. By interacting with others on a daily basis, in whatever form, 
you'll continue to develop social skills that email and WhatsApp simply won't give you. So think about taking a class, drawing a book club, really just do anything that forces you to have a conversation with another human. Have a side project which fills in the dead space. When I was younger, I often felt that if there had been no teachers or students around, and if I'd simply been given the assignment and was left to get on with it, that I could have got a lot more done in any given school day. Then when I became a teacher, school was always more productive when we had no students in class or meetings taking up the time. Despite the human interactions that they provide, co-workers, bosses and all the meetings, seminars and other group activities which were required to attend often make the work day far longer than it has any right to be. Working from home cuts through all this rubbish and as such a 9 till 5 job might turn into a 9 till 2 simply by trimming the wasted time from your working day. So what to do with the extra time you might find yourself having after following any of the nine previous steps? Again, there's the temptation to binge watch Netflix until your eyes fall out, but I highly suggest using it to take up a hobby or a side project that's actually productive. It could be working out, like I said, or it could be something else that you've always wanted to have a go at. So sit down and decide if there is something that you've always wanted to do. Use the freedom that working from home provides. People with more traditional jobs may not be able to find the time, but you, whilst working from home, will likely to be able to streamline your schedule so that you have the time to take on new challenges. It could be starting your own business, it could be learning an instrument, figuring out how to code, or any other number of things that could help bolster your personal professional life. Use the freedom of working from home to your benefit and use the opportunity that having extra time provides. So is working from home for everyone? Absolutely not. As something of an introvert, I'm predisposed to adapt to this sort of scenario, but I understand why it would be hard for most. But honestly, sometimes it's hard for me too. While I love my job, I miss having co-workers that I can see in ways other than video chats. Also, I should note that I don't have children, and if I did, that that would add a whole new level of complexity to all these steps and would require an entirely new podcast. That said, I also love the complete and utter freedom to make my own schedule, work at my own pace, and seldom have anyone else looking over my shoulder. If I can discipline myself enough to get my work done and find the motivation to enjoy it, so can you. So that's our topic for today. I hope you found the points interesting and helpful. For more information, check out the resources within the Learning Hub on amali.com. Additionally, go to amali.com and subscribe for updates and activities on topics aimed to help us all be more successful. If you've enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and get episodes weekly? You can do that via a free app of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more. And you can also check out the Instagram page, Not Just Making the Tea, for more information and updates. Thank you once again for listening. It really means a lot to me. Keep safe and talk to you soon. Take care. Be safe.